gentlemen. You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. That's the truth. Wrestling podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 59 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed, that is done. I am here. We got a lot to talk about. Justice for Oscar. Hashtag give SmackDown women a chance. Do the ladies or should the ladies want to follow Kofi and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Could that be a dangerous thing? Not a lot of people are talking about that. Plus more. Also, best thing, funniest thing in the new segment, number one spot. So, if you don't know where to find me, just head to Twitter at 2SweetPOD. Follow my personal account as well, at OMGCoreB. But if you find me at 2SweetPOD, you can find all the listings where you can find me at, where you can follow me at. Feel free to Give me a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Follow me on YouTube. And Periscopers, feel free to follow me if you haven't followed me already. So we're not going to waste any more time. I'm going to hop right on into this thing. Best thing, funniest thing, the best thing of the week was the gauntlet match. Big E and Xavier Woods, they sent Kofi to a WrestleMania. That was a phenomenal match. I think the highlight of the match was... The Usos coming down, they come down, and I'm like, they're going to lay down, aren't they? And they forfeit their spot. Holly the match crowd pops, and eventually the New Day go on to win the match. Phenomenal moment. Even though I didn't really like a tag team gauntlet match uh, deciding the title, still a cool moment nonetheless. Funniest thing of the week, Triple H in that letter. He's trying to cut a promo on Batista, and he just cannot get the letter out of his jacket pocket was hilarious to me. Anything funny that happens to Triple H, I find it hilarious for whatever reason. That was the funniest thing of the week. He finally got it out and said he was doing a job for the letter. Not the first time he's ever did a job, but not the first time, but you get the point. So, moving on. New segment of the week. Number one spot. Number one spot will be a thing where I look at the number one anything of the week. I could be looking at the number one wrestler of the week, number one announcer of the week, number one fan of the week. This week, it will be the number one wrestler, the number one storyline, and the number one tag team. By number one, I mean the most interesting of the week. And we're going to start with the number one wrestler of the week. How could I go anywhere else? Kofi Kingston, baby. He is the most intriguing wrestler of the week. He will be at WrestleMania. He has punched his ticket. And it is the most intriguing uh, storyline as well as we headed to the number one storyline of the week. The most intriguing storyline, Kofi and Daniel Bryan. I'm so much interested in it. It should be the main event of WrestleMania. I'll get into that later as well. And also, the number one tag team of the week, Ricochet and Aleister Black. As they won the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. And they will be heading on to NXT TakeOver to take on the Raw Raiders. Excuse me. I cannot wait to see how that all turns out. Those are my number one that my number one wrestler, excuse me, number one storyline, number one tag team of the week, ladies and gentlemen. So, moving on to the topics at hand, hashtag justice for Oscar. So, we all know the situation, but if you haven't, if you if you've been living under a rock, Oscar lost the title to Charlotte Flair, and man. 
I look at the situation and the first thing I said, right when Charlotte came to the ring and right when they said this would be for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I did the Shannon Sharp GIF. And like the first thing I thought was, oh man, I was just going to get screwed here. And the first thing I tweeted was, I'm going to set something on fire if Oscar loses here. That's what kind of mood I was in. I ain't set nothing on fire, but I was in that type of mood because I knew what was coming. So Oscar not only loses, but she taps out to Charlotte again. Like they, they couldn't come up with another way for her to lose. Sheesh, man. So I look at it now and I'm like, bro, what more does Oscar have to do? She got herself over in NXT. Hugely over with the fans. Had the undefeated streak to NXT. Came to WWE. Had the undefeated streak. Got over with the fans. Won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Was over with the fans. And at the end of the day, the only thing what was what was left was for Oscar to capture that championship. And we were all waiting for the moment. Got down to WrestleMania, she taps out, she loses her undefeated streak. And from there on in, she goes and she does absolutely nothing. Pretty much might as well have been stuck in catering. Because from there, she got the title shot against Carmella and was made to look like an absolute idiot with James Ellsworth in that storyline. And through all of that, we come back to Asuka. She gets another chance. She wins the match against uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Is over with the fans despite all of it. Why? Because we love Asuka. And here it is. And she she loses again. She doesn't even have a WrestleMania matchup at the moment. I'll get into that later as well. And like, here it is. I'm, I'm just left with things to ponder about. At first, you know, I went through a stage of anger. It's like, man, why are they doing Oscar like this? And then I'm trying to find a phase of why did this happen? And the only thing, it, it leaves me to ponder things that I don't want to ponder about. I was sitting, and I had a quiet moment at the SmackDown, and I thought, man, is it because she's Asian? Because... We see the Asian wrestlers get the shaft in so many ways in WWE. I stuff for black wrestlers in WWE. Man, Asian wrestlers get the shaft in WWE at times as well. It doesn't matter how successful they get. It's like always something happens. Like even going back to the Royal Rumble, not this past Royal Rumble, but the, the Royal Rumble before it, when Nakamura and Asuka won the, their respective Royal Rumbles, I, I, I thought... Man, this is a big moment for Asian wrestling, uh, for WWE, to have them both win the Royal Rumble. And, like, eventually the storylines just faded after that. Like, it's like they never had any type of long-term plans for them whatsoever. They tried a heel turn with Nakamura, and then it went absolutely nowhere. And he's still suffering because of that. He just has never picked himself up off the map because they have no long-term plans for the guy. And same with oscar it's like they have no long-term plans with with oscar and i don't expect vince mcmahon and obviously he doesn't see oscar in the same way that we see oscar or he doesn't value oscar in the same way that we value oscar sure he has oscar towards the top but oscar just doesn't fit the mode i guess it's just because she's not blind enough because look bruh if oscar were american and Oscar 
fit the mold. Like, I don't think Oscar would be going through this. That's just my opinion. I could be totally wrong about that. I'll accept that if I'm totally wrong about that. But I don't think she would be going through the booking that she's been going through. She's the most talented wrestler on that roster. And when I look at the situation, I look at Charlotte Flair. And, man, Charlotte Flair doesn't even deserve this or need it. Bruh, like, Charlotte Flair is an eight-time women's champion. And... Like, I look at it, and I think, man, Charlotte is not Hulk Hogan, man. She, If you want to say Charlotte is the, the best in the division, I would disagree with you. I happen to think that Becky Lynch is the most uh, talented personality and the most talented on the mic, and I think Oscar is the better wrestler. But if you want to say that Charlotte is the best, I understand it because Charlotte is phenomenally talented, and I wouldn't have a problem with it, but she is not that much more talented than the rest of the top women that are at the top of the roster for WWE. She is not. She's not Hulk Hogan, man. She, she doesn't even need this going into this title match at, uh, excuse me, WrestleMania. And I look at the situation and I say, man, they couldn't put Asuka in a fatal four-way in that match. I, if Asuka's going to lose, anyways, at least let her have the moment at WrestleMania when she's sharing the ring with, with uh, Rousey, Flair, and uh, Lynch, excuse me. At least let her have that moment. But here it is. We sit here one week out until WrestleMania. Asuka has no match whatsoever. Maybe she'll get thrown in a battle royal. Like... That's so depressing to me. Oscar means so much more to this company than just a stupid placeholder of a title that just get the scraps that are left over. She means so much more. That's just my opinion, man. And when I look at this situation, finally, you say why. And I look at the reports that say initially WWE came out and said it's still just for the Raw Women's title. Uh, Dave Meltzer had a report that says it could eventually turn into a women, uh, excuse me, a winner take all. That is the main event I'm talking about for WrestleMania. It could turn into a winner take all. And I'm just thinking, some way, somehow, we're going to have this stupid moment. And this is no, no dish to the ladies because I love all of them. We're going to have a moment where the four horse women come out and they raise up all the belts. That's what I think we're building to. And so help me God, if I value kayfabe, especially inside the ring. There's some, some things I can look over, but I can't look over things inside the ring. If Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch have a moment after the match to where they look over their differences and shake hands, or if Becky comes down and, and, and Bailey and Sasha comes down and they raise hands with them because they've overlooked their differences and they all have titles, I wouldn't want to throw up. Because, like, man, okay, Bailey and Sasha can come down and have a moment with Becky. I don't necessarily have a moment with that, even though have a problem with that, even though I think that Becky needs to have her own moment. But all four of them cannot do that. Oh, that would make me so mad. If they want to have a real moment, have all four of them get in the ring and just have Oscar come down and destroy all of them and hold up all four belts to close the show. I love that. Since I, I love it, that means it's not going to happen. So moving on, give SmackDown women a chance. Hashtag give SmackDown women a chance. It was supposed to be Carmella, uh, Naomi, excuse me, just having a brain freeze right here, uh, Mandy Rose, and uh, 
Goodness, in the veil, man. Why? Well, I just had a brain freeze right there. Goodness, that match was supposed to go down. The winner was supposed to take on the SmackDown champion. And when Charlotte won the match against Oscar, I was like, okay, is the, the SmackDown four-way women's match still going to go down? What's going on here? And obviously, it gets taken away. So, we had this big old deal on Monday morning throughout the evening. When a women's title match got announced as the main event for WrestleMania, we had this big women's empowerment moment where we're talking about how it's such an empowering moment for women to be main eventing WrestleMania. And I was all for it. I was like, yeah, it is a hugely empowering moment. And it's like one step forward and 10 steps back. You have that moment Monday and then... Uh, we get to Tuesday night and it's like, forget all that women's empowerment stuff. Forget that. Oh, we can have women's empowering for Raw. But when it comes to SmackDown, you ladies got to sit in the back and cater it for WrestleMania. That's what it was, man. And like I look at it and the, uh, there was a report from Dave Meltzer that came out that said that Vince McMahon did not want Oscar to be in a match uh, or that no one would care about. And whose fault is that? Me, me speaking personally, I would have cared about it if you'd had Naomi or Nikki Cross in there. But speaking personally, whose fault is it that these women aren't built up properly enough? If you look at it, you never hashtag gave them a chance to get built up to a point to where they would look like a legitimate competitor to Asuka. What have these women been doing over the past few months? They, uh, Naomi, what has she been doing over the past few, uh, past few months? Messing around with Mandy Rhodes. This stupid storyline. Of course she wasn't going to get over like talking about it. Mandy Rhodes and Sonya Deville, what have they been doing over the past few months? With Naomi, and when they haven't been doing that, they've been going back and forth with Oscar, and nothing matches to where the championship wasn't even the focus of the program. Uh, Mandy Rose and, and Sonny Deville arguing was the focus of the program. And like, at the end of the day, none of these ladies could get over. Carmella, the only thing I remember her doing in the past few months of note was teaming with Naomi. And these women cannot get over like that. Like, once Asuka went on ice after she tapped out Becky Lynch and was never heard from again... The rest of the locker room went on ice because they had nothing to fight over. The only thing they had to fight over was the women's tag team titles. And we knew those were going to Bailey and Sasha. So that never made sense from the start as well. So when you say that, and I, it's reportedly, but I like to use my wrestling intuition on these things. And I can see that happening. Like I can see Vince McMahon looking at it and saying, you know what? No one fits here. And, and it shows in the booking because Oscar didn't have a match two weeks out from WrestleMania. They didn't build towards anything as well. So it's their fault. And I look at Twitter throughout the week and there's a segment of people saying that, you know what? It's a good thing. They need to unify the titles anyway, because you know what? There's not enough women to go around for two titles. Yes, there is enough women to go around and have two titles. You just have to use them properly. You never built them up from the start. I mean, I look at SmackDown when we had that initial brand split where it was uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan leading the way. And they had that land of opportunity tagline. And that wasn't just a tagline. It was a real deal. Like... 
we had fluid SmackDown Women's Title feuds. Ah, uh, they were doing a great job of scheduling two feuds, like not just the women's title feud, but they have a, a women's feud on the side that was really important. And Becky won. Names that would just get held down start winning the titles. Uh, they only won the title at one point, if I'm not mistaken. And we just do not have that anymore. We spent all that time on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. And I'm not hating on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. But you didn't build anyone else up. If you would have taken the time to build someone else up uh, months ago, you wouldn't have this problem. Like, say, if they would have tried to build Naomi up months ago, let her have a great showing in the Royal Rumble and continuously build her up to the moment of facing Oscar, we would have had a legit uh, women's title match. But because they didn't plan anything out, they had all the eggs in the women's triple threat match at Mania. They just overlooked the SmackDown women's title match and nothing was of a note of importance to put there against Oscar because it's their fault, not those women's fault. And sometimes the moment makes the person. I've always argued that, you know, back when it was Lesnar against Reigns, Lesnar against Reigns, I was like, put someone else there, build them up and put them in a match against Lesnar, have them win, and maybe sometimes the moment being in there with Lesnar makes the person, and they would never do it outside of randomly bringing someone up one month and just shoving them in there with Lesnar, and then having Brock Lesnar dominate the match, and then have the, uh, the other guy have a hope spot and then lose to Lesnar. Like, you have to build someone up. Maybe the moment makes the person, and maybe if Naomi would have gotten into a WrestleMania match with Oscar, it would have made her, and eventually you could have built her up into a win at a summer pay-per-view or at a summer slam. So... Sometimes the moment makes the person, and WWE just doesn't seem to realize that when it comes to the SmackDown uh, Women's Division, excuse me. So, moving on. This was supposed to be my lead topic before just all chaos broke loose on SmackDown. Kofi Daniel Bryan. Should the women not want to follow this match? Look, this is the best storyline by far. And WWE that we have going heading into WrestleMania. It is the best story. And sometimes, most times, pretty much all the time, the best story should be the main event. Especially when you have two talented wrestlers in that storyline. If it's the best story by far, that thing should be the main event. That's just my opinion. It should main event WrestleMania. But here we are. And I thought back to a couple of other matches taker and michaels and hogan versus the rock and look i'm not here to say that kofi and daniel bryan are those guys not by any stretch of the imagination those are hall of fame legends now some would consider daniel bryan a legend and it and I consider him maybe a legend in his own right, a legend of his era, but I can't yet put him up with those guys. I love Kofi as well. Can't put him up there with those guys. But here's the deal. Those two matches, Hogan Rock, Taker, uh, HBK, those were the best stories by far. And you hear the stories of Chris Jericho talking about how he did not want to follow Hogan Rock. And you hear the stories about Triple H and Orton they, uh, years ago, they said that they did not want to follow Tinker and Shawn Michaels. Here's what happened. 
those matches happened they were the best story by far and you know the rest the crowd was heavily invested into those matches and by in large those two matches were the main events of those wrestlemanias by far that's when we look back at those two wrestlemanias we remember those matches hogan and rock Shawn michaels and undertaker as the matches and i'm just saying that's what we could have here at this WrestleMania. Look, at the end of the day, I don't want a dead crowd for our Becky, our Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey. That's what we got in those main matches. When it came out of Triple H and Jericho and Triple H and Orton, it's just so funny that Triple H just so happened to be the guy in, that followed both of those guys. We got dead crowds, entire crowds, because they were worn out by those matches. And... We have a seven-hour pay-per-view more than likely. Each the last two WrestleManias have gone one hour over, and that could happen again. And I don't want that for the women. You know, we have that long of a pay-per-view. Obviously, the crowd could pick up towards the end when the match picks up, but I want a hot crowd from the start. I'm very worried because the crowd is going to be tired. The crowd is going to get up for Kofi. Kofi is more than likely going to win that title, and the crowd is going to lose it. And by the time we get to the women, I'm afraid the crowd is just going to be done. Now, what the women have going for them that Triple H and Jericho or are that Triple H and Orton didn't have is that this match is guaranteed to technically be fine. I didn't like Triple H and Jericho. I for sure didn't like Triple H and Orton. That was a horror fest. But I know that these ladies are going to put on a show from an in-ring perspective. But you know how things go. Sometimes it doesn't matter how great the match is. If the crowd is dead, if the crowd is tired, it really takes away from what could be an in-ring classic. And these ladies could put on an in-ring classic, but they could probably be in front of a dead crowd. So I would not take any risk. And on top of this, it's not guaranteed that the weather is going to be fine as well because we're down east. And New York have been going through some serious rainstorms last I checked. I don't know what the weather's going to be like at WrestleMania. We'll see. But if you get a cold WrestleMania, a somewhat rainy WrestleMania, I don't. I, w I wish against that. I hope the weather is just fine. But that could go against the ladies as well. The crowd is going to get up for Kofi Kingston no matter what. To see that guy raise that title up, they're going to be in it for the near falls. And I guarantee you. You put that match before the women, like, I'm going to be worried. Guaranteed I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be happy that Kofi wins. That's all I'm here for at this point for WrestleMania. I'm here to see Kofi win. And that could be a, what a lot of people feel because the women's storyline has just gone down. It just hasn't been the same. It just hasn't been what it was. And I'm worried about that. We'll see how it all turns out. I hope for the best. I hope it is a molten lava hot crowd from the start. And the women go at it. I wish the best for them. We'll see how it all turns out. So last up for the day. I see a lot of discussion going on. About how this Kofi Kingston storyline needs to lead to a new day turn. And look, I get it. It is very intriguing. I get it. Like, I get that. We, Kofi could get to the top of the mountain. We can have that big glorious moment. And Xavier Woods gives the thumbs down that Triple H gave to B Batista. And uh, uh, when he when Orton was on his shoulders and he drops Orton back. And we could have that moment. And it would be 
a sad moment. It would be a crazy moment to see the New Day beat down Kofi Kingston. Would be a monumental moment. I get it how intriguing it was. And to be honest, when you look at this storyline, Big E low-key has turned into a star. Like, he has star potential. You can see it in his promos when he went back and forth with Vince. Uh, you can see it in his matches, especially in that tag team gauntlet. When that guy gets going, man, it is just an impressive feat to watch. The guy has it all. Oh, he has the look that Vince McMahon so covets. Uh, he's loved and adored by the fans. He can go on, on, on the microphone. He's a great promo. And he has personality as well. He's going to be a future star in this company if they so choose to go that route with them. So I understand it. If Big E were to go after the title, it would be a huge hit. But here's the deal. It's too early. Like, it is too early to split these guys up. We have a phenomenal storyline going. Like, let's let this thing play out. Let's see how far, if that possible, if it wins, let's see how far this title reign goes. And let's see, you know what? Let's have Kofi and Daniel Bryan have a nice feud. I don't know if Kofi gets to hold on to the title past then. You know, I don't know what's going to go down. I just think that he's going to win at WrestleMania. I hope he's going to win at WrestleMania. I hope he doesn't turn into a Booker T situation to where I get my hopes all the way up. And they have him lose at WrestleMania. Boy, I would be beyond ticked if they do that. But assuming he wins... I like to see him have a prolonged title run. doesn't have to be that long, but I want to see how long the interest lasts in the Kofi Kingston title reign before we decide to have a turn from the new day. Like, I think there's potential there. That's huge potential, huge interest there. I don't know who would face off against Kofi Kingston, whether that's Big E, that would be my choice, or whether we do a new day triple threat to where Xavier, Kofi, and Big E... That could work as well, but Big E is obviously the star of this faction, and Big E versus Kofi would be money uh, if you, you run a storyline to where Big E is tired and tired of just helping Kofi, helping Kofi, looking after him, and Big E wants the title. Big E wants, wants the fame. He wants the fortune. I could buy that for a dollar because Big E has the personality to pull that off. Your personality to be a heel. He can pull that off big time. But not right now. Let me enjoy this moment, man. I personally have a chance to see, and I, I don't want to go personal here, but I have a chance to see a black man win the world title. And just, just let me enjoy that for that minute. For that little bit of time. Let's have Kofi have a sustained run. And then maybe we can talk about splitting them up. Let's let the New Day support him for now. So those are the topics today. Let me know your thoughts on any of these topics. Uh, Biggie, uh, the New Day. Give SmackDown Women a chance. Justice for Oscar. The women's title match at WrestleMania. Let me know all of your thoughts on that and more. At Too Sweet P.O.D. on Twitter. Or at OMG Corey B. Let me know your thoughts.